the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. We're live at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. And we're ready to talk gardening with you. Just call us and be a part of the show at 308-8867, 308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Lots of folks out here today doing some shopping and uh, getting ready for some spring gardening. Uh, by the way, if Buying you... tomatoes. Yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing. We... Leave here on Saturday, and there's all these tomatoes, and we get here on Sunday, and there's a lot less. You see the empty spaces on the uh, tables. Got some good-looking plants, and especially the ones in gallons if you really want to get an early start. You got some in uh, in, uh, 11, uh, uh, yes, 23, 18-23. Uh, <laughs> HM eighteen twenty three the yeah. rodeo tomato, and uh, they've got some of those in gallons. So they're big plants. I still like the I like those uh, three inch four inch containers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've got enough for soil reservoir there that they are easy to establish. Yeah, and uh, and then you if you do pot them up, of course these are already potted up in the one gallon. Uh, if we did get a, some weather, um, well, I guess what? Where are we? Mid, almost mid the March. So you're you're close enough now that the, the one gallons could be oh. uh, put on the south side and then moved out there. Even if you, they could sit for two weeks easy. Oh yeah, yeah. easy. If you're not sure what vegetables for to uh, plant to create a spring garden, David Rodriguez will be doing one of his adult gardening seminars here next and Saturday. And I did talk to David. He will be wearing a Speedo. Okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. Is it R-rated? For adults. No, R-rated it's or X-rated. Huh? No, and David, I, I think, I think it's, it's PG. Oh. <laughs> Poor David. He will, David might call us now uh, after one to talk to us about the uh, seminar, but it's going to be on spring vegetable gardenings and uh, which vegetables are good for spring, and you can uh, be there next Saturday here. It's absolutely free. It's from 1030 to noon here in the amphitheater, and uh, just come on by. We had about 45, 46 people uh, last uh, time David did this, So, uh, and this one, uh, Trace was saying, is very popular, so uh, 
get there a little early, bring a notebook and a pen, and uh, for more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com. And that's next week. Yes, sir. That's and then after Saturday. that, next you want, Saturday you want, and Sunday. You want to tell them what's happening the weekend after that? No. All right. <laughs> weekend after that? <laughs> the yeah. Rose, Rosarians. Yeah, the Rosarians are going to oh, be here. Oh. I tell you what, I'm I park it out front and I walk through those roses and there's one out there. That's the most fragrant thing I've ever seen. What color is it? I didn't stop to pinpoint oh. which one it was. Yeah, because I, I had, but it's very fragrant. I, I was telling you that I had that same experience. I b- b- bought all those uh, antique roses for this uh, home and garden environmental show in, in Floresville, and there was one just the fragrance just o- overwhelmed the whole. We'll have to ask Trace group. which one he thinks that one is. Yeah, we'll have, to, we'll have to maybe divide up the territory and each go out on the road. <laughs> And they got one out there that's, that's it's got an old bloom, a spent bloom, that they've left on there, but it's it's big as big as a, a baseball. Oh wow! Big as a softball. Huh? And uh, you know it, the the petals have opened up now that it's it's old, but uh, and it's pretty. What color? So, so they've uh, kind of a pinkish, pinkish red. But uh, they've got some roses in, and yeah. they've got a new, uh, pretty new yellow one out there too. Oh, really? And uh, I stopped to see if it was Grandma Yellow. I think Grandma Yellow is a little darker. But uh, so they've they've got some some pretty good roses in already. And have they got uh, the tough modern roses out there too? Yet? I didn't I didn't stop and look. Knockouts and uh, Belinda's Dream and. Uh, Carefree Beauty, uh, the, those are, you know, and Miss Dudley Cross, which is old-fashioned, is a, another one. That I like them because they boom like eight or nine months out of the year. Well, what, also, just remember, if you're interested in learning more about the roses, Rosarians from the San Antonio Rose Society will be here at Mel Burgers to talk roses and share their expertise on growing roses in San Antonio. That's Saturday the 18th. 10 to 2, no cost, absolutely free. And it's here at Millburgers. For more information on that one, go to millburgernursery.com. Millburgernursery.com. And there's enough of them usually at the event that you can do some of your own individual exploration and yeah. specific questions and what will happen, you know, with this one, which is the easiest to take care of. And, uh, of course, you get a few different opinions, but that's okay, oh, yeah. too. What makes the world go around? A lot, of, a lot of people choose them up by the way they're blooming out there. You know, not by a recommendation. Yeah. They don't come looking for a rose unless it's uh, well, Belinda's Dream. Here it's talking about Belinda's Dream or Grandma's Yellow or some of those. The nice thing about the um, the way they do it on the 18th is that Like, for instance, David will be speaking from 10.30 to noon, and so it will be continuous. So, you know, you can still ask questions, and it's still, it's, it's best to be there when he starts with the uh, Rose Society when they're here. If you get here, they're they're here from 10 to 2, but if you get here at noon, you just come and you ask them questions, and they'll help you. They're just here to help uh, and kind of. uh, And they'll talk to you till 2. Yes, they will. (laughs) Maybe Mm -hmm. afterwards. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So they, they love roses. 
So anyway, all right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. I'm looking at my, uh, oh, I looked at the stats from people, what people were interested in uh, last week, this last week, and they're still, Mountain Laurel, the Mountain Laurel is still number one in the in the listing. 406 people came in and look at our information on Mountain Laurels because they blew me. And uh, a lot of people are coming in. 432 B Mountain Laurel came in and tried to find out their information on Pride of Barbados to see if see if it's going to come back. I imagine. Oh. See what we wrote about uh, it's going to come back. I don't. I'm I'm afraid it's not. A lot of them, are, I, I, th- I think some of them will come back, but uh, most of them won't, is, is my bet. I don't, mine are, I hope they don't. Mine I hope are kind of hidden away in the shade now, so I I really haven't even checked them. I know the Esperanza is coming back. Oh, yeah, it's coming back big time. And uh, Theralis, Theralis yeah. didn't, didn't even get frozen completely. Oh, is that right? Duranta did. All the, you know, oh, for yeah. a couple of years it's grown, so mine were about... Ten feet tall, but uh, the co- tops are completely dead, and I haven't seen any growth yet from the the bottoms. But I expect they'll come back from the roots too. Yeah, we were talking yesterday. Uh, somebody, I don't know where somebody called in or asked about beauty bear, and uh, the beauty bear, the most common beauty bear is is deciduous. Uh, I got a note from uh, Curtis Hoffman. Uh, and uh, uh, he said that the beauty bear is deciduous, and uh, that most years they just lose their leaves, and then they leaf out from the top to the bottom. Uh, he said he had uh, a purple one, the most common one, and uh, a white beard plant, but the white beard plant hadn't leafed out yet. So it's possible that it's more tender, and uh, and that was, but it, or it could be possible that it's just late, late in leaving yeah. out. Well, and that was Gail's. Gail sent us an email too that she hesitated to to uh, cut back beautyberry because of yeah, the yeah. deciduous, and and they were a little late this year. So you, 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 it's probably not a bad uh, idea. You know, we talked about the same thing with citrus. Be be conservative. Give it a little more time, and uh, before you cut it back. Uh, when the temperatures get right, people get jumpy. And we, yeah, they get and, nervous. And I just took it for I got a beauty berry, and I just took it for granted that it was flattened this year. So I'm expecting it to come back from this. Yeah, I think bottom. it'll come back. Curtis also, uh, Curtis also said that. Uh, <laughs> He he's giving his order for milkweed seed. People oh. people after that milkweed well, seed. I yeah, I had uh, one of my volunteers call me yesterday at the house, wanted me to buy him some buy all the milkweed seed I could buy at Floresville. Floresville. Uh, they're going to be selling the first day, right? Are they going to have a booth or are they just going to be? There's, yeah, they're going to have the. The guy that's germinating the five or five to seven different varieties, he'll have a booth both Saturday and Sunday. He's going to have this oh. seedlings. Uh, 
if you're a youngster, you actually get a chance to plant your own uh, for free because there'll be a booth there where the kids planting. You think I qualify as being a youngster? Yeah, yeah. sometimes. Um, uh, <laughs> no. And then, then on uh, then on Sunday, there's a uh, master gardener, Bob Tools, is going to be there. Uh, uh, I think I okay. It's, I think it's at uh, starting at nine o'clock, and he's going to do two. two no, ten to eleven is his first class. And then he's going to have a second class at uh, 11:30 to 12:30. He's going to talk about growing, how to how to grow it, because it's not the easiest seed to germinate. No. And uh, uh, the rumor has it he'll he'll have some seed available too for folks that are interested. He may ask you to donate to the master gardeners or something. But uh, so that both days you should be seedlings and. Uh, Kids can plant seeds, milkweed seeds, on Saturday, and uh, the seeds will be available also on Sunday for adults and kids. Do they know what they're about to get hit with on this milkweed seed? I don't mm-hmm. think so. Uh, no, I don't. We, we keep, uh, I think they are. I think that's why so many are involved in it, that uh, they... Uh, they know how popular it is, and then we keep talking about uh, here at the nursery. You know, we have if we announce milkweed, it's no, oh, yeah, it's two gone. hours, it's gone. And so we're hoping that the uh, nurserymen and master gardeners and, and regular gardeners are catching up in terms of knowing how to germinate the seed and know which ones work well and how what cultural practices it takes to get maximum blooms and maximum foliage because we want it both for its nectar but also for its foliage in the spring so that the monarchs can uh, lay their eggs on it now, and, and do you I want to tell them what we're talking about in terms oh, of next weekend yeah next weekend is the uh, home garden and environmental program in Floresville uh, and we're involved uh, we'll do the radio show there thanks to Millburgers and uh, 9.30, the answer, uh, we're going to be able to do the radio show there both Saturday and Sunday. Also, this is a, there's a, a big, it's a big program. There's a plant exchange on Saturday. There's a landscape school on Sunday, and the applications are available here, or you can just uh, you can give a uh, call me or call the extension service down there to reserve a spot. Um, and... Then last chance forever. The Raptor Show. We're going to be both Saturday and Sunday. Last chance, huh? It's your last chance. Yeah. That if you get either the, Saturday or Sunday, <laughs> yeah. it's going yes. to be your last chance. If you get the Express News, my column yesterday at the back of the sports section was uh, all about the uh, the event, and you can go to the Wilson for all the specifics and for the landscape school application. Just go to the Wilson County News website. Just, uh, just Google Wilson County News, and then uh, find the event. I thought you said the landscape school was filled up. No, oh, no. Yeah, we just uh, we just our we got the volunteers uh, to help us do the uh, oh okay ind- individual concept. No, there's plenty plenty of room on the landscape school. Oh, okay. 
So, and that that's the one thing that there's fee for. It's $25 for an individual or $40 from uh, two folks in the same household. And so, just just go to, go to the Wilson County News, uh, and you can get the application, or you can just get a phone number and call in and reserve a spot. And bring your check with you. But uh, come out, see the event. Two-day, big two-day event out there at the Civic Center. Mm-hmm. Jerry, where'd you say it was? Highway 97 West, right? I didn't say that. I was trying to oh, find out. Oh, that was Melton. That was Melton. It. Yeah, yeah, it's Highway 97. So you go. Take 181 to through Floresville to 97 or Hospital Road or and or Old Hospital Road. And uh, you turn right on 97 and then go about another mile. You'll see it on your right. Yeah, it's really see nice. a big old oak tree. Boy, it's a beautiful oak tree they've got out uh, to the side of it. I'd, I'd be curious as to how old it is, but it's one of those ones that has the trunk that's, you know, as big as this porch and limbs and yeah. that are big, that are just well, beautiful. We'll see the uh, the hawks and the eagles and the vultures in it because that's where they're going to do the last chance forever. Oh, you bet you're right. Yeah. Now, uh, it's a nice in- indoor facility too, so even if the weather's a little uh, scary, which sometimes it is in March, uh, there'll be there'll be plenty of room for all the activities. But now uh, I'm I'm getting confused on this milkweed thing. <laughs> okay, you know I want I want to help people out, but they they say buy some milkweed seed. Well, there's a whole bunch of types of milkweed seed, kinds of milkweed seed. But in fact, Curtis says I'd buy a white dwarf. Uh, Texana species, or or another one called antelope horn, and a red one if he can find it. I don't, I don't know what the red one is. What is all that? Oh, there's, there's lot, there's seven or eight native uh, plants, and then then there's a lot of colors of the tropical milkweed. Yeah, but the the antelope horn is is the is not the most beautiful one. <laughs> it's it's got the seed pod looks like an antelope yeah. horn, but the, there's a there's a white uh, common one and a purple kind of a common in Texas, and then a green a green milkweed that's real common in Texas too. And then the one we tuberosa we see here has got pretty. So all of them are good for butterflies, uh, yes. monarchs. Yeah. You know? Uh, some of them are harder to grow. Some of them like uh, dry soil. Some of them like wet soil. Uh, like antelope horn is uh, west of west of here, and the green is probably the most common in the yeah. in this area, and the common little in North Texas, I believe. But uh, we'll have the experts there, uh, both Saturday and Sunday. The Dan, who's uh, it's got the uh, seedlings, native plant uh, seedlings, uh, milkweeds. He's he's really made a study of it, and he's an interesting. I talked to him on the phone for a while. So people interested in information about the topic. And then, of course, Bob Tools is going to offer two two lectures on uh, Sunday uh, on that very topic of uh, milkweed seeds, how to grow it, and how to use it to expand the milk uh, monarch population. So, Trace, which one, which milkweed do you get in? 
Mean, uh, I get bunches of different types as we go through. Right now, I just have the tropical. Um, oh. But I do have a booking out there for tuberosa. Uh, I think that's probably in about three weeks or so before that's ready. Uh, and then it's, the other ones, uh, occasionally, every every once in a while, we get the uh, the native one. The antelope horn? Well, tuberosa. Tuberosa is a native, too. Well, that other one that, uh, that everybody... Green or... The antelope horn? Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't answer. It's just as native. Native is what they they call it. The native one. Okay. No. It's not as pretty as the other ones. Yeah. No. That, yeah. Animal. It's hard to beat that. Uh, tuberosa is really pretty, but it's it's short. It's compact. Yeah. Yeah. And they uh, supposedly there's not a, not enough us us gardeners have had it in our landscapes to see, but supposedly the seed will spread, and that could be real impressive when you know if you've got a a bed of it, you know, four or five feet around, you know, just like a native native plant, like a blue bonnets or something. Hey, we got Jan on the line at 308-8867. Hey, Jan, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine, and good morning to you. I heard your discussion about um, the, um, the citrus trees that froze back and had something coming from the rootstock that wouldn't bear fruit. Well, I, I have a Miho uh, Satsuma, and it didn't freeze because I think it was dead to begin with. I, I left town for six months. <laughs> Wait a and minute. My, and my plant keeper didn't water it good, so it was pretty dead. So I called him the, the other day, and he says, well, it's coming up from the bottom. We're nursing it back to life. And I asked him if it was below the what do you call it, the uh, splice? The graft, the graft. The graft, yeah. yeah, below the graft. And he said he couldn't see a graft. Now, it's in a pot. It's been in a pot for about five years, and the soil is pretty far down on it, so I think he couldn't be able to see it. But my question is, do Satsumas have grafts? Uh, yes. Miho especially. Yes and no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what was that answer? Fact, I got two. I, I got two answers there from two different people. What was the, it? The the Miho, the ones that, the one that didn't have the ones that didn't have the graph was the orange frost and the and uh, Arctic frost and those those new uh, new uh, Satsumas, but uh, oh. Miho Miho Sito, Okitsu and all those are grafted. Uh, Satsumas. In fact, I, I was telling, I guess last week about, I went down and a, and a lady had a had a uh, had a had a uh, miho, and she was proud of it because it had it had one long shoot coming out that grew real fast, and had mm-hmm. thorns, and it had 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 a, a leaf leaf on it that had three. Uh, three leaflets, in other words, uh, three segments of, of the leaf, which is called a trifoliate a rootstock. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know which rootstock you have, and then then there's also a sour orange rootstock, where and you can tell sour orange it, it too will have some thorns, but not quite as many as a as a, a trifoliate, but. Uh, the the the, chi- the the tip off on that is uh, um, Satsuma leaves are completely rounded, are, are oblong, but uh, okay. 
the but, but if you have a sour orange rootstock, uh, it'll have a little little uh, wing wing uh, at the base of the leaf, and uh, okay. and it'll also have thorns. Okay. So the the bottom you the uh, look for look for that r- uh, r- completely rounded leaf uh, to on the, on the part that sprouts up. And the, okay. And the th- and the thorns are there really from the beginning. So. Yeah. And it'll it'll come up fast, whereas the, the true satsuma is not nearly as fast a grower as okay. the uh, rootstock will be. And the satsuma, the real satsuma doesn't have thorns, right? No, ma'am. Okay. Well, I'd be, I'll be able to figure that out then, and I thank you very much. Okay, you I'm bet. sorry. Thanks, Jan. You take care. Yep, have, All right, that'll bye. free up a line at 308-8867, 308-8867. We're up against a break, but when we come back, we'll talk to Trace about what's going on here at Mel Burgers right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Oh, man, spring is here, and it's time to get your spring gardening going, and it's time to go to Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. This week at Millburgers, you'll find some terrific savings. You'll find tomatoes on sale, including Phoenix, Celebrity, Red Deuce, and the 2017 Rodeo Tomato HM1823. These are all in the four and a half inch pots for just a dollar ninety nine. How about planting some beautiful geraniums? Millburgers has all the beautiful geraniums you could want on sale for just four eighty eight in the six inch pot. Looking for petunias to brighten up your yard? Not a problem. Look for them in the four inch pot at Millburgers for just eighty eight cents each. Millburgers has begonias on sale for just ninety eight cents each in the four inch pot. Are you getting the feeling that Millburgers has everything that you want for your spring garden? Well, you're right. At Millburger Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Hello folks, Ruben Duron here from Jerusalem. So glad to be back in San Antonio and again inviting you to experience Israel with me this coming November. We'd love to meet with you and tell you all about it to take that opportunity to elevate your faith to the next level. Experiencing firsthand, seeing how the Bible truly comes alive. This coming Monday evening, we'll get together at 6.30 p.m. at Metamoros Restaurante at I-10 in Dizavala. 6.30 p.m. We'll let you go home by 8 o'clock. Looking forward to see you. All the details at 930amtheanswer.com. Hi, I'm Jono. And I'm Pammy. After more than 10 years of serving South Texas as Delightful Blinds, we've grown to serve you better. We've changed our name to Delightful Decors, blinds, shutters, floors, and more. And we invite you to our brand new showroom at 3009 and 35 in shirts without the big box environment and no beeping forklifts. But even after opening our new store, we still come to you. Delightful Decors is your cozy local mom-and-pop one-stop shop for all your installed foundational home decor projects. And we carry the top name brands of blinds, shades, drapes, and shutters. Check out our PowerView motorized treatments that allow you to operate your shades from your phone. And now, through April 14th, you can save $100 or more with our Hunter Douglas Energy Smart Style Savings Event. Get, Get delighted, delighted with, with Delightful, delightful Decors. decors. Del 
Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 930 a.m. The Answer. Run is a movie that will convict and inspire you to prayer and action. For those enslaved in this evil enterprise that is all too prevalent in our cities, says Eileen Vincent of City Reachers. We live in the 21st century and we still have slavery. Look at this. Human trafficking is nothing different than slavery. Nothing is going to change unless we do something about it. Run sheds light on the tactics, methods, and inside dealings of individuals trapped within the human trafficking culture. What do you want to know? I'm looking for my wife. You know her, don't you? If you know what my wife is, just please just tell me. The subject of human trafficking is not an easy topic to discuss. It is a real problem for everyday families. I need to call my mom. I'm going to drink first. But I need to call my mom. Listen, no mom, no dad, no cell phone. Drink! Run premieres at the Palladium one night only, Thursday, March 9th. Visit runfeaturefilm.com to buy tickets. God sees, God hears. Nothing is hidden. One night only, March 9th at the Palladium. Get tickets at runfeaturefilm.com. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, our phone number, 308-8867, 308-8867, outside of San Antonio, toll-free, 866-308-8867. What? What? I got the first two. I mean, you move so, so fast. Outside of San Antonio. <laughs> outside of San Antonio, 866 866- Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Now, at my old age, at my memory, I can't remember. <laughs> can't remember. All yeah, you... we started. Yeah. Hey, we need uh, anybody else that has some uh, uh, Martin reports. That'd be oh, yeah. real interesting if you could let, let us know. We've got I've got some Martins at my two pairs all, and I expect a lot more. But uh, somebody else called yesterday and had Martins in san antonio proper so uh, let us know if you're seeing them too and i think i think though it's advisable that everybody gets their houses up i think you probably still got time if you're thinking about putting a new house i think you still got time to get them up uh because i've traditionally always waited uh, to towards towards the end of march and and it's uh, been successful in getting some birds so but get them up as quick as you can because they're they're out and about now. At least some of them are. And uh, the sparrow we were talking about the sparrows and and starlings. And I said I'd ne- never seen. I would put, I put my houses up about a week ago and I didn't see any sparrows until the martins <laughs> came down. And then I mean the sparrows came out to do battle, you know, wings apart and like this. Then this morning I saw. What I thought were starlings, well, it turned out they were the martins. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were out there. So they're so the little skirmishes between the sparrows and the and the martins are taking place. And what I usually end up with is uh, a few sparrow nests in there, and then but predominantly martins. And martins usually don't fill up the whole house anyway. So 
Uh, it's it's uh, what you it's, call rationalization. Yeah, yeah, it's sharing. It's good <laughs> sharing. <laughs> uh, uh, I like to have a few spares with my Martin. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing But uh, Different color. Somebody bird. else. Oh, uh, David. David was saying that out at the Botanical Garden, them, the Martins were moving into those big Oh, houses. yeah, they got very big houses yeah, that, out there. And Bill, I think Bill Schumann uh, and... Uh, well, well, Birds Unlimited had something to do with uh, those big Martin houses they have out there. Yeah. So that's fine. Sweelan? Bill Sweelan? Huh? Bill Sweelan. Sweelan? Sweelan, that I can never yeah. remember his last name. That's okay. You say the county agent. You used to be the county agent. Oh, that is, human. yeah, that is true. <laughs> that was a long time ago, wasn't it? Uh, 30 years. Gracious. That's all. All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867, and toll-free, 866-308-8867. A lot of 175 people opened, came in to see about their bougainvilleas, and uh, I think uh, I'm pretty sure what we're going to have this year uh, later on is the bougainvilleas are going to come back from the ground, and then they won't bloom. Hmm. And uh, so we'll be getting calls. Uh, I boogered where you live through the winter, but it, it won't bloom. It's growing a big plant, but it won't bloom. I'm predicting, though, that those in containers that didn't get Oh, bloomed, yeah, in containers. They'll be done for. Hey, Jerry, do we have a... I know we got a few milkweed articles on plant answers. Do we have a section or title for milkweed? Mm-mm. Maybe you need to... Because yeah, we've written some stuff, and uh, and uh, the topic seems to be one that everybody's interested in. You noticed that, did you? Yeah. <laughs> well, People uh, calling me at home in the middle of the morning. Well, and the sh- <laughs> and at the show yes, uh, yesterday, they called on mm-hmm. my yeah. cell phone, uh, <laughs> looking for it. So I'd, I'd be interested to see how much it's selling for. I may not be able to afford very much milk we see. Well, it reminds me a little bit of the interest for uh, Crawford lettuce. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it'll be, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to see those seedlings and see what they're uh, s- uh, selling for, too, that uh, they're gonna, we're going to have at uh, Floresville on next weekend. Yeah. We'll give you a big, we'll give you a report, but even better, we had, Come on down after you go to David's presentation or to the San Antonio Water System Spring Bloom program. Come on down to Floresville Saturday and Sunday both and uh, check out the milkweeds. We'll also have all the rodeo tomatoes there too and some of the some tough modern roses, some old fashioned roses for sale, herbs. So yeah, be a good. It'll be a good a good event. Speaking of herbs, we had 174 people last week come in and look for the horse herb information. And I've had had a guy contact me on Facebook, a neighbor of mine, used to be a neighbor of mine. And uh, he's looking for sources of horse herb to put in his... uh, to put in these shady areas. I'll go. Huh. I'll go check the next commercial and see if we've got. Or, know, or if Trace you, comes up. Yeah. Back. Trace may know. Um, but Jerry, big, big demand for that. Big demand. For now, that. you gotta. 
a section on horse herb. There should be a section on milkweed. <laughs> yeah. All your farmer friends will rebel if there's any. <laughs> Do you have anything on onions? I, don't, I may have a few things yeah. on onions. <laughs> See what you can find on that one, too. Yeah, People may, seem interested in that. Maybe you could uh, reduce the onion section by 1% or 2% and have room for 30 or 40 pages on milkweed. Now, this guy that's, or this person or people that are selling the milkweed down at Floresville, do they sell it commercially? I mean, do they have seed? Do they sell seed uh, through the mail and things like that? Um, You know, when I talked to Dan on the phone, I did not... uh, Ask him about that. I was just worried. I wanted to make sure that there would be a good selection yeah, yeah. of seedlings yeah. on there. Hey, but oh, we could maybe. Well, we don't have a much time left, do we? Uh, well, go. after the after the yeah. show, we could. Uh, if Bob, he if he sends them through the mail, mail order. Yeah, Bob Tools is going to have them at the event, but yeah, we'll try to uh, see if you can get an address. We got Diane on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hi there, Diane. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you today? Just fine. How are you all? Doing great. How can we help you? I have two questions. Um, the first question is, I was listening to your answers on the uh, on the citrus tree. I have a, a Eureka lemon tree that was grown from seeds. And uh, I got it, when I got it, it was about three or four feet tall. Last year, I had uh, 11 lemons on there. Now, it was out in the part of the yard where I couldn't really cover it up. It had gotten quite a bit bigger, and I didn't cover it. So, of course, it froze back. And when I went out to look at it the other day, uh, when I was getting ready to cut it all the way down, those shoots were coming out of the bottom. There were about four shoots that were coming out from the very bottom of that growth. Now, That's great. This, should I, okay, should, can I, then, then I don't have to worry about pulling it and just restocking with something that's root stock or. No, ma'am, if it's grown from seed, it'll, it's, uh, it'll come back from, from the, from the main stem and will be a, a lemon just like you had. Wow. And they, and they, okay, so they how, how long how long does it usually take before you're going to be able to see fruit on that tree again uh, when you're starting down at the very base like that with the little shoots? Two or three years. Yeah, this year, no. <laughs> Maybe next year. And maybe next year. Well, well, but it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's going to grow fast. It's yeah. going to grow real fast because the root system oh, is good. still alive. Okay. Now, I did put some new uh, garden soil around it. I did I, I did not fertilize it. I just put some more garden soil around it, and I kind of scooped it out from away from the growth, you know, where the where the little green things are coming out. Right. It does Okay, and that's how I've done it, and it's in a big, it's in a big container, um, so you know this. I'll be able to cover it if we get any more colder weather. I'll be able to cover that. <clears throat> and then I had another question for you. Um, I also have, I have those big um, Texas roses, the knockouts, and I have two bushes. Okay, I did not have time to cut them down uh, in in the April month. So they started to bloom, I mean, in the February month. So they, they started to bloom, 
But okay. I went ahead and cut one of them down, and it looks terrific. It's, uh, and I mean, I cut them short because these are up to the side of the roof on the house. And I oh cut them goodness. short. Okay, now the one that I cut real short, uh, which I cut around the 1st of February, that's already got roses on it, and it's looking really good. Uh, these other two, I did not have time to go in and, and, and cut those back, and I wanted to know if they're blooming right now, uh, can I go ahead and cut it really short, like to say about two feet, two or, two or three feet? No, uh, no, it's never too late to cut back uh, a rose, but uh, okay, good. Uh, you, you need you need to cut them back because they're too tall. Is that right? Right, they're way too tall, and I wanted to kind of, you know, I'd like to keep them. The stock has been wonderful. I mean, it's just I don't really do hardly anything to these things, and they have just been gorgeous every year. Last year they had quite a bit of dead wood in them, so. I cleaned up the one really good and got all the dead wood out of it and then cut it really, really short. It's probably about uh, three feet from the ground, two to three feet from the ground right now, and it's got some new blooms on it, and it's grown blooms. But the other two are still up at the side of the house, and I wanted to go ahead and clip those really short. Is it okay to do them like about three feet tall? And will yes, they come ma'am. out again? I yes, need to get ma'am. that dead wood out. It won't. It won't kill them. They'll, but they'll want to grow bigger. You know, next time yeah. you pl- plant, uh, look for, for a rose in a situation like that where you only want a three foot tall. Uh, look at look at that Martha Gonzalez, because it's I an old fashioned rose. It's yeah. got the little blood blood red yeah. roses, and yeah. uh, and it blooms almost as long as the knock. It's not as showy, but it has nice yeah, red not foliage. Yeah, showy. Yeah. yeah, it's not near as but, showy. I have one of those. But if you have to cut your, it's liable to be just as showy year in and year out if you have to cut back your knockout every year to two two or three right. feet. Because yeah. you won't have to I, cut back the Martha. Okay, because the Martha Gonzalez, this is the first year that I've cut. I put that little rose bush over by my garden gate, and I don't so pay hardly some. any attention to it. And so this year, it, it really sprouted up really nice this year. Uh, it had quite a few blooms, and I went ahead and cut that one back so that it, you know, spread out so it'd get thicker. Um, I did that one, but the knockouts are on the back of the house, and they're the ones that get that full sun constantly all the time, right, and right. they just grow like weeds. I've never seen anything grow like that. It's the only time I've been able to really grow pretty rough. <laughs> so I wanted to keep that bush, you know. So yeah. Anyway, yeah, oh, that, that, they like a lot that, of sun. Yeah, that answered it. Now, do I need to put any kind of like when I cut those back uh, this month and go ahead and cut them really short? And clean them out. Do I need to put a lot of fertilizer around them, or just leave them like they are? Or well, you fertilize them just like you. Uh, they're in the ground, so you fertilize them like you would your regular regular roses. Just okay. using a uh-huh. nineteen five nine slow release fertilizer. Yeah, okay. A couple, All right. And so go ahead and mulch plant. it in. Mulch it in around the root of the around the base of the plant. Yeah. Well, not well, the I'll, base. I'll, uh, Two feet out. Yeah, two feet out. Two feet out. Okay. Error. All right. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Right. I appreciate it. How, how are you fertilizing your? Uh, how are you fertilizing your uh, lemon? Yeah, uh, I mean the lemon you, tree. Uh, I is all you doing putting lemon. a little soil around? A compost around? 
Uh, well, now, during the year, uh, like when it uh, it had the 11 lemons on it, well, it started out with like a 15, and then it dropped some of it, and then it had 11 really nice ones, and that that I, I fertilized with a mixture. A friend of mine, uh, we mix up a bunch of fertilizer together that we like to use, and uh, I've been using that. I put it in a, uh, I put about a, uh, two heaping tablespoons of that way out around the base of it in the pot, and then just mulch it in with the dirt, and uh, and that seems to it loves that. <laughs> Whatever. If, you, if you're if you if you're growing a, any citrus in a container, uh, mm-hmm. you at this time of the year you need to give it copious amounts of uh, of uh, Osmocote Plus. Okay, all right, I'll use that. What yeah, about the roses? Especially yours because it's going to be having to put that whole new top on. Yeah, right. Right. So and what about the general. roses? Can I use the Osmocote on the roses, the Osmocote Plus on the roses also? Well, you can, but you don't need to because the the 19.59 is a lawn and fertilizer. It, and it's slow release, too. Yeah, slow releasing, but it's much less expensive. But okay, it, all right, I appreciate you, it. you don't dare use it in a container because of the salts. Okay, okay. so only use that on stuff that's, in, that's already in the ground. Well, there's, yeah. pe- there's people that use it. But uh, you, oh yeah, you just you get the same results with a lot less expensive fertilizer. No, she was asking only use the nineteen five nine for things that are in the ground. Right, right, yeah. right. Okay. Now t- okay. tell me, t- tell me, I'm interested in uh, how y'all mix this fertilizer. Uh, how, uh, I don't know. Tell, I don't, me, tell me that uh, snake oil story. He's a, he's He does it himself. He grows a lot of plants. We do a lot of, like, angel trumpets and stuff, and we uh-huh. we do a lot of stuff like that. And, and we're real into butterflies, so we do the milkweed, and we do the devil's trumpet, and we do the uh, bunch of that. And so what we use, what he uses is this, uh, these different fertilizers that he mixes. And he always gives me some because he's my neighbor down the street, and he's always giving me some. They're like my little kids, and uh, <laughs> so he always gives it to me. I have no idea what he puts in there. Oh, I do not know. Um, maybe something it, illegal. <laughs> I have no idea, but I'll tell you what, it really works, and it works on <laughs> almost everything in the ground. You know that I've uh, that I've fed. It works very, very well, and it, I get a lot of blooms and stuff, so I don't oh, question yeah. it. I just accept it. It's there great. you go. Don't, don't look <laughs> at this horse in the mouth, right? Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but, but it does <laughs> Thanks, very Dave. well. So I want to know who sharpens, sharpens all her pruning tools, uh, no. all that pruning you do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get a lot of help. <laughs> anyway, all right, good luck y'all. to you. Thank Sound you. Sound like you're doing right, good. Bye-bye. Thanks, Diane. Thank you take you. care. Bye. All right, we've got to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening coming right up. Live from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull 40 Road. Uh, right after this with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick, and this is 930 a.m. The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull 40 Road. 
Oh, man. Spring is here, and it's time to get your spring gardening going, and it's time to go to Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. This week at Millburgers, you'll find some terrific savings. You'll find tomatoes on sale, including Phoenix, Celebrity, Red Deuce, and the 2017 Rodeo Tomato HM1823. These are all in the four-and-a-half-inch pots for just $1.99. How about planting some beautiful geraniums? Millburgers has all the beautiful geraniums you could want on sale for just four eighty eight in the six inch pot. Looking for petunias to brighten up your yard? Not a problem. Look for them in the four inch pot at Millburgers for just eighty eight cents each. Millburgers has begonias on sale for just ninety eight cents each in the four inch pot. Are you getting the feeling that Millburgers has everything that you want for your spring garden? Well, you're right. At Millburger Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. Are you a caregiver? If not, chances are you know one. Every Sunday, tune in to Caregiver SOS On Air. Each week, nationally known gerontologist Carol Zerniel and veteran broadcaster Ron Aaron explore the issues faced by people caring for older loved ones. Together with their guests, Ron and Carol offer help and hope. Learn more this Sunday evening at 6 on Caregiver SOS On Air. Presented as part of the Caregiver SOS program by the WellMed Charitable Foundation and heard right here on 9:30 a.m. The answer. The South Texas Home Garden and Environmental Show is coming Saturday and Sunday, March 11th and 12th, to the Floresville Event Center. This is two days full of activities to improve the home and garden, including workshops on growing tomatoes, butterfly gardens, the San Antonio River, and those tough roses. Vendors from the area will help you create a wonderful home and garden. Plus, plant sales, the Last Chance Forever Raptor Show, arts and crafts, a plant exchange. And Millburgers Gardening South Texas will be broadcasting live on Saturday and Sunday. On Sunday, learn about gardening and landscaping at the South Texas Landscape School. Tuition to the Landscape School is $25 per person or $40 for two people in the same family. Admission to the two-day event is free with two full days of activities. Make it a weekend and stay overnight in Floresville. For more information on the South Texas Home, Garden, and Environmental Show, March 11th and 12th at the Floresville. Floresville Event Center, go to FloresvilleChamberofCommerce.com. If you have an annuity or are thinking about getting an annuity, then listen up. All annuities are not the same. Robin Hoppus, president of Big State Financial, may be able to add income to your retirement years. While some annuities can help protect your assets in a volatile market, having the wrong one could cost you thousands. Don't let this happen to you. Call Big State Financial today at 210-373-6000 to learn how you might qualify for a guaranteed 20% bonus to your retirement income value. This 20% bonus is for a limited time only. The number to call is 210-373-6000. Remember, all annuities are not the same, so call Big State Financial today to learn about the best annuity for you and how you may qualify for a guaranteed 20% bonus on your retirement income value. An annuity can be a great alternative to market losses, and it can be a useful strategy for transferring wealth. Call Big State Financial now to learn about this limited time offer. The number is 210-373-6000. That's 210-373-6000. Or visit them online at BigStateFinancial.com. Dennis Prager believes Israel is in a unique position in more ways than one. The anti-Israel hatred at the U.N. is unique. More resolutions passed against Israel than against all other entities combined in the Middle East. Israel is supposed to make peace with people who want it destroyed. It's not something. What exactly do we talk about? The Dennis Prager Show. Weekdays at 11, right before Michael Medved at 2 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer.
back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Bye from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. And uh, you can be a part of the show when you call us at 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Uh, we haven't heard from uh, some regulars in a while. Haven't heard from Paxton or uh, from uh, Lisa or from... Uh, uh, are you counting count a blessing? Or no, are just, just wanted them to kind of give us a shout-out and say hello at 308-8867. Hey, uh, next Saturday, don't forget, uh, back here at the nursery, it's the Adult Gardening Seminar by David Rodriguez on spring vegetable gardening. Perhaps. I bet he, he's out <laughs> ironing his Speedo. I know, it's, yeah, but it's for adults only. <laughs> so we're going to talk about which vegetables to grow. Uh, you can be there. It's uh, from 10. 10.30 to noon here at Millburgers in the amphitheater. Uh, it's absolutely free. Come early. Uh, get the best seat available. And uh, just bring a notebook and a pen and lots and lots of questions for David. He loves those questions. So uh, hopefully, if he's able to, he said he would try to call us in the 1 o'clock hour and talk about the uh, the workshop. After hearing the show today, he <laughs> might not be so enthusiastic about they, that. They don't have to bring money to put in his uh No, nope, no, nope, nope, it's all free. All free. <laughs> It's free entertainment. And worth, it, worth every penny of it. Uh-huh. 308. I'm going to move on. 308-8867. 308-8867. A lot of people are right, uh, wondering about live oak problems because the, they're, they're worried. For, uh, the different people are worried about some of their live oak leaves have lost all the leaves, and some are now just losing their leaves. And so they're wondering if the ones that lost all of their leaves are are, are sickly or oh, wow. having a problem. Some some live oaks are put already putting back the leaves, new leaves and yeah. blo- and blooming. Yeah, right. And that's that's why we're getting that uh, oak pollen and on the allergy uh, counts, I guess. But anyway, the, the these oaks are all different genetics. So don't worry about whether they're just now losing the leaves or have lost all the leaves. They're they're getting ready to uh, they're getting ready to uh, put on new leaves and uh, and bloom and make you sick with the oak pollen or whatever. A lot of the uh, ball moss is falling off just from the the rain and the winds yeah, we've had. Yeah. So good and bad deer. And that just still kind of amazes me. I didn't expect that the deer are kind of browsing at the fall moss. Maybe uh, they are they really? Yeah, maybe they're just curious because I, you know, I don't see that they eat it, stripped huh? it completely or anything. But huh, that's weird. Uh, uh, they also are um, eating Jerry. You know, we we've talked a lot about uh, pomegranates and whether they they. They are. Uh, I noticed that some of them are reaching for that new growth, uh, mm. even on pomegranates. Oh, yeah. Later, they don't seem to bother them in my neighborhood uh, most of the time, but they are eating a, a little of that new growth right now. So it's, it may be happening to other kinds of uh, plants too. And we're beginning to see some live oak root sprouts. 136 people uh, came in to plant answers last week and uh, wanted to know. What to do about the live oak root sprouts, which is a common question we get all year. But uh, uh, there's really not that much you can do. Uh, if you if you see them sprouting up now, 
I guess, I guess you can knock that new growth off with a weed eater. Yeah, you can. If you don't wait too long. And I bet I bet the deer eat that too. I bet the deer eat those oak sprouts, wouldn't they? That'd be new growth. I think you're probably right because I was I was thinking I never of, thought about that. I was thinking about the yards with the oaks out front. Yeah. I don't see the sprouts, whereas mine behind the fence, you see the. Yeah. I bet you're right. So I bet you they they graze on those a little bit, but uh, they're attached to the tree, so there's nothing, no poison or anything. And we had we had at least on, one person um, ask if there was anybody interested in those those oak seedlings. They're willing to donate them, and I tried to explain that they're they're uh, suckers off of the root system. Right, they're not. They're seedlings. not at all easy to. Uh, and you're not usually not successful if you try to uh, try to transplant them or put them in a container or anything. No. It's much easier just to take an acorn and plant it in a container and, and start a live oak that way. And I got my uh, Millburger Landscape and Nursery newsletter for March uh, last week, and it's a it's a it's a good one. Uh, so you can uh, again you can. Call in, they'll put you on a list, or you can come by the nursery here and get a list in there by the cash register. Get a get a copy, hard copy, or you can uh, go on to uh, the Millburger website, and uh, I, I guess you just sign up and they send you an electronic copy, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You can't you can't access the. The copies from the Millburger website. Uh, no, I believe website. you can. Oh, can you? I'll double check, but let me check right now. And okay. Yeah, I think you can see the old websites and or uh, old uh, newsletters. Yeah, newsletter archive. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. They're there. So uh, you can get that on uh, Millburger. MillburgerNursery.com. MillburgerNursery.com. And uh, they've got the good questions. Uh, and the the more the main question we get uh, another main question we're getting at this time of the year, uh, especially with this uh, with everything blooming and with the uh, you know the warm weather and the rains and everything is, what should we be doing in the lawn now? Uh oh, now you want to hang on a second and we'll start off the hour yeah, with that because we're gonna well there's there's uh. Weeds, the winter weeds, you got to control. Well, and, but it gets a hard break, Kevin. Yeah, that's why he's giving me that. Oh. Yeah, that was, that's why. Oh, don't you don't want right. to talk about it? No, yeah. I don't it, want him yeah. to start, then have to stop. All right, so we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call. I know, Trace, 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. For the information that some of uh, the things we've talked about, be sure to go to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com for more on that. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. Trace will join us in a moment on 930 a.m. The back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. 
Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. Trace is with us up here on the porch. Call us at 308-8867, 308-8867. But Trace had to run before, so now we got him. What's going on, Trace? Oh, it's a, it's a beautiful day. I think the sun's trying to peek out a little bit here it's and trying. there. It's trying. Uh, but it's not stopping anybody. They're they're coming in, and almost everybody's leaving with vegetables, mm-hmm. uh, specifically tomatoes. But uh, and lots and lots of citrus trees. And Calvin's pointing at an azalea, azalea, azalea which Blue I haven't azalea. seen in a long time. Yeah. Uh, we did get in a bunch of encores. Uh, a bunch of what? Of encore azaleas. Oh yeah. That, to me, that's the that's the best azalea. It's it's worth the effort that you actually have to put Still in. Still have to do a kind of a isolated soil situation uh, that would be nice or even a large container is, yeah. is best um, but like the blueberries the they call it encore because it blooms again in the fall right well i've seen encores go four times in a year oh is that right uh, we, we actually have an employee that works up the hill that says his are in bloom uh eight to nine months out of the year wow hmm. that's hmm. good does he drink uh, I don't know. I can ask him the next time. <laughs> He's had them in for for probably 10-plus years. Oh, wow. Yeah, they're big yeah. plants. Yeah. Wow. They're in the ground or in a container? They're in the ground. Wow. Gosh, yeah. yeah this, see needs, what a, this needs to be a plant of the weekend. What, see what his soil is. He in, in the street? Uh, well, I think he lives south. So oh, okay. He's got a little, little, little better, easier. Yeah. little easier, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thumbs up. Well, I wanted to talk about uh, Plant of the Weekend and a little bit about what's coming up on some other stuff. Cool. All right. Plant of the Weekend is going to be redbud trees. So we've got a number of different varieties, and they all are 20% off. Had some pretty uh, ones back there. There's uh, still a few Texas and uh, some, some Oklahoma, Mexican redbuds, which is a little harder to find, but really, really pretty foliage. Uh, a little bit smaller leaves, and then we do have some of the eastern red buds that have the fancy leaves. So uh, the ones that have the red, the burgundyish color, and then we've got some with the lime green colors. Um, so you can get a red bud for just about any situation. Uh, the eastern red buds, I would plant them as understory trees for, for underneath the tree that loses its leaves. That way, it gets shade during the the uh, summer months, but the full sun during the winter. Uh, great little ornamental tree, 15 footish on most of them when they mature. But the Mexican and uh, Texas or Oklahoma can be planted in full sun. Those are those are fine in full sun. They suffer a little bit June, July, and August. Yeah. But uh, they got their shiny leaves. They 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 can tolerate it. But they're still a still a great understory tree too. Oh yeah. They'd be, yeah. They'd be yeah, fine yeah. for that too. Yeah, red buds. Uh, we need more of those uh, small trees planted in. And red buds are probably the best one at it. Uh, you know what else is the um, plums? Mexican plums are another mm-hmm. good one that you just I, I visit, was, you just see that. I was up on the hill yesterday, and the, the bald and burlaps were in full bloom. I haven't looked to see what the rain's done yeah. blooming on them, but it was spectacular. Well, if you had red buds and Mexican plums under on your edge of your shade trees, that really is a nice and you know plant you know plant them in. Because red bud, you just need one, but three of those little Mexican plums around a red bud, that'd be real nice. It'd be great looking, definitely. That forest pansy with the red foliage would be nice and in, in complete shade. Yeah, you know. kind of a, a uh, sheltered area where it's got some decent right, soil. Right. But the uh, red bud, nice, nice plant, and. Uh, it's it's first first thing that blooms one of the first thing that blooms in the spring so 
it signals that spring is is on the way or he's, yeah he's, he's, and they grow relatively fast too um and then they're reliable bloomers they don't bloom a long time but they're pretty reliable yeah well then we yeah, also yeah. have uh, the uh, free adult gardening seminar uh next saturday it's uh, david will be out here and bring you notepads and something to write with and you can learn all your vegetable plantings what you need to be doing over the next several months soil preparation what to plant when plant it by seed plant by transplants uh all that all that stuff uh he'll go over on mm-hmm. saturday march 11th and it's from ten thirty to noon next week next saturday yeah next saturday so he just be, he uh, just texted me. He's going to try to call in in a minute. That'll be a good one. And let's see, we got something else going on here real soon. Eighteenth, uh, We got the Rose Society. Rose so there, the yeah. following Saturday from ten to two, we'll have uh, some some uh, representatives of the San Antonio Rose Society out here, and they will fill you in on all the things that they've had success with, and what to stay away from, so that you. Uh, that you stay successful. And I was saying that, that they'll just be here from 10 to 2, so like David is 10.30 to noon and kind of starts and goes, the, um, you can come anytime between 10 to 2 and get all the oh, information yeah, you want. Individual treatment. With yeah, they're, that's they're which great. is cool. Well, and Jerry was saying that's the... Uh, Selection of roses is growing and growing and growing. Yeah, he said there was a real fragrant one too. What was uh, we got in about 600 this week, and I believe oh. we got 600 more coming this following. And I, I want to say there's a third, third run of them. Have you, you walked out there among them? Yeah, yeah I have. The one is big time fragrant. Well, my I nose, haven't looked at it. My nose doesn't work so well, so I. Well, this one is. <laughs> Pretty fragrant. I, I never, I didn't track it down to see which one it was. See, he do, have, yeah. we do have a list of all the roses that uh, some of them have come in, and we do have the list of what. If it's not already here, we have the list of what's coming on the on the next couple of loads. And what I like about our list is we 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 get it broken down two ways. We've got one side of the list that shows it by color because a lot of people just want to go by color. Uh, and on that one, we actually put asterisks next to the names that are. The most fragrant. Oh, that right, good. And then the other side breaks it down by a category, whether it's hybrid tea, floribunda, uh, so on and so forth, polyantha. Um, so yeah. it's kind of kind of a unique list. It's uh, dual purpose because uh, again, a lot of people just want to know the color. They want to make sure they get the right color, and a lot of people are looking for the overall habit of the the rose bush, which the the other side tells you. And if you want to see that list on your on your computer, you, it's on uh, plantanswers.com uh, under uh, a, uh, topics of the month under rose. It's got the rose rose list and fruit list and uh, all, all the all the tree varieties uh, for here at Millburgers. Well, and you got lots of choices now too in terms of cultural practices. If you really you know, want want florist quality kind of roses with all the colors and you know, hybrid teas. Then you, that takes more effort. But if you want a, the tough modern roses, they're they're here. A lot of articles and information on uh, PlantAnswers.com. We, we even have the drift roses on sale right now. So the drifts, yeah. Um, that's definitely right in there with the uh, lower maintenance roses. Yeah. Uh, the, we've been getting knockouts pretty regularly, and we have a, a decent selection of uh, antique roses with more coming, I think, in the Mar- next week. Usually, yeah, Martha Gonzalez, Mrs. Dudley Cross, 
Uh, butterfly rose. Uh, yeah, people have seen that. That's, that's, my, that's my favorite one of all. Yeah. Least maintenance and takes up a lot of room. I like it. Yeah. Did you did you notice that new yellow you got out there? I I, I think I saw a new name on the yellow. Uh, you got a bunch of plants of it, and it's a real kind of it's lighter yellow than uh, than uh, grandma's yellow, but it's uh, it's a pretty strong looking bush and and pretty yellow bloom on it. I, I was really impressed with the uh, with the trunk size on a lot of those. I don't know if you yeah. got that close to them. Yeah, they're big. I was picking some out with a young lady yesterday, and uh, they were well established. Yeah. All right, but Thank anyway, you. they're coming in. Hey, we got Tal on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hey, Tal, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing good. How y'all doing? Fine. Thank you. How can we help you? Well, I've got kind of an odd question. It goes back to what y'all talked about a while ago with the live oak trees. I have a couple of them that's got these odd growths on them. Looks like size of maybe half a basketball, and I was told that... Uh, I don't know, they're rare, but it's not uncommon. But didn't know whether you know I should cut them off. Does it mean if the tree is no, no? Yeah, you, you're talking about on the on the main trunks. Yeah, some are on the very bottom. Some is about you know about waist high. Uh, yeah, they're uh, very. It's like a mole, I guess. I don't know what. Yeah, they're, right, they're right. Yeah, them. I know. I know what you're talking about. Uh, you know, those are obvious or. No, it's it's just a growth phenomenon, and uh, what what is it? it it's those big uh, gall oh. type of growths. On it. it's not a not a gall insect. It's, it's a, just but, a, a fungal. No, nah, I don't think it's a. I think it's a physiological. Oh, so it's part of the tree. So it's wood. Wood, yeah. Yeah. It's wood. Okay. Yeah. Don't. And uh, you don't don't need to cut those off. In fact. I was talking to somebody the other day, and they say those things that that wood woodworkers are uh, are are really on the lookout for those. So when you cut when you cut the tree down, I, th- I think you may be able to sell those. Two hundred years from now. Huh? Yeah, yeah. But no, uh, no, don't cut them off. Don't do anything to them. It, it's just a. It's just a physiological disorder on the on the tree. Well, not maybe just a different difference, or maybe not even a disorder. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. I, I, it, it's nothing. It's that nothing thing, that you can treat, or nothing that you can. It's just a common occurrence. Thing, yeah. Thing well, about live oaks is they they have all that. The, they've got all these issues and look all look different and all act different. The only thing, but they're they last a long time. They look good. They're yeah. valuable. They're drought tolerant. So, I know I know Mr. Fanick over over had uh, had had one on his tree uh, on one of his. I think it was an I think it was an oak tree, but uh, they they all claimed that it looked like him. No, you, it's, those of you who remember Mr. Mr. Fanick, he wasn't the most handsome guy in the world. He was kind of a rough-looking guy, but uh, they they stood him. They put a pipe. You know, he always smoked a pipe, and they put a pipe in that thing, 
and I think painted a few some eyes on it where it looked like it was a face on the on the side of the wood. I've seen the, a few of those. And yeah. took a, took a picture of him standing by, real close to it. And, that, and in fact, I took the picture 40 years yeah. ago. Next next time somebody talks about yours, you can you can tell them that. It, it doesn't matter. You have this sentimental attachment to it. It looks just like your uncle or something. <laughs> but uh, Neil Neil Sperry and the wood wood woodworking people uh, collect those because they have a beautiful wood. In other words, uh, a different colored wood uh, when you when you cut them and and use them. So uh, just leave them alone, and if you if you ever cut down a tree, uh, section that section that uh, section that those off, and and get get with a woodworker or something. They probably they probably uh, be glad to have them. All righty. Okay, I will. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Sure. Okay. Thanks. Don't worry about it. Talk to you right. later. Bye. Thank Thanks. All right, 308-8867, 308-8867. David Rodriguez called us, but I'm not sure if David uh, was able to hang on for a sec or not. Uh, David, are you there? Hello, good afternoon. How y'all doing? Good afternoon, David. What's going on, man? I'm over here at the Children's Garden checking out what they did yesterday. I'm really, uh, I don't know if you can hear the purple martins in the background. I'm really enjoying them right now. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, we oh, got. You we got two. Can you hear those? Yeah, listen. Yeah, we got. We got. <laughs> you can hear we them. Got two, hear. We got two. real healthy colonies over here, and it's and uh, most of them were starting to come back about February the 11th or so. So, they're wonderful little hey, birds. David, wait, stop talking for a minute, because they 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 claim they can't hear that. I can hear that. Okay, hold on. I can hear something. That's real, huh? Yeah. Okay. Can hey, you hear them? We all like yeah, yeah, you can hear him, right? Oh yeah, well, we hear him, Milton. <laughs> <laughs> I heard him. I don't know. Whatever the problem is. How many you figured it was, Milton? How many uh, were you hearing? I was hearing about five. About I think. five? Oh, you uh, okay? Good. <laughs> well, David, we were going to talk a little bit about, uh, and we'll go back to the children's garden too, because that's some good stuff. Uh, just uh, talk a little bit. We've been mentioning that you'll be here next Saturday uh, yes. talking about spring uh, vegetable gardening. Tell us a little bit about what you'll talk about. Yeah, we'll be uh, doing our Earth Kind uh, series next Saturday at Millburgers Landscape Nursery. We'll start right at 1030. And it's for the experience or the newbie uh, person interested in vegetable gardening. We'll uh, be covering uh, what should have been planted already and what they can consider planting going into the into the spring season and we we really use a lot of the same principles and and guidelines uh, as a reference point of what we do here uh, at the children's garden we have uh, the the bear county youth gardens blog and we have uh, all the agendas what the kids do out here every saturday archived there so we always tell people you know just to kind of follow those guidelines but we're finished most of the uh cool weather plantings uh, we got the cabbage and the broccoli, cauliflower growing real nice. And yesterday, uh, they planted their um, uh, tycoon tomatoes, and they put them in these big tomato cages, and then they wrap them with a white cloth. And then next, next Saturday, we'll be planting the uh, 968 cherry tomato. And so we'll just uh, cover location, weed management, nutrition, varieties, 
uh, spacing and all the real basic horticultural um, uh, principles that often people uh, make the same mistake to use as a guideline. So it, it'll be fun, and we'll, we'll have a um, Millburgers should have a lot of the uh, good inventory of what they can also uh, from seeds and uh, transplants that they can purchase that day as well. Did uh, uh, y'all y'all put the cover the uh, cloth? covering on them right when you plant them don't you yeah yes sir yeah they didn't get rained out yesterday they, they said it uh started to rain right after everything was uh, uh planted and wrapped and and i use a little bit thicker uh, material i, I use a, a thicker insulate but we keep it around 30 days so usually about the uh, april 6 april 7th or so we'll go in and unwrap them and uh, then they use um uh, binder clips to hold them in place, and then the tomato cages are those uh, real nice, fancy ones from uh, TexasTomatoCage.com. Um, so, um, and uh, those the, the cages are about five feet tall. So, usually by the end of the season, the plants are all the way up those cages. So, it it, it works very well for them. Then, do you cover the whole thing? I mean, tops, uh, close the tops, and everything else, or? Uh, or you we, just do it on we, the side? No, we, we get it real tight on the bottom for that wind of not going underneath. And yeah. then we go all the way up the flute on it. And then uh, we leave the top open. But okay. we, have enough, we have enough extra that overlaps in the middle, like a chimney flute almost. So if we get okay. like super, super cold, we can always pull that up and then bind it on the top. Oh, okay, good. So you're and, uh, you're you're ready for the now? Did you y'all put them in the ground? Is that right? Yeah, we always start with those real nice uh, gallon containers. So this yesterday they did tycoon, and then next Saturday they'll do nine six eight the cherry tomato. So and uh, usually they start bringing their first tomatoes in uh, early to mid May and finish right. out real strong at the end. So right. yeah, it, it works out real well. Can you see the tomatoes in the cage, David? Have you seen uh, the tomatoes today? Yes, yes, that's uh, yes, that's Did why they, I'm over here were they, checking it were out. They, were they staring at you? <laughs> uh, they, they were happy to see me, just like the oh, okay. <laughs> You know, they're very pleased. Yeah, Calvin says they stare what, at you. What about the... Uh, his, well, he always said it was his tomato stare at him. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> what, what about the uh, recommendation? I think it's from the AgriLife Extension about, uh, about not putting in the tomatoes this early in the, into the soil. Who because, wrote that? Because of the, the <laughs> cold soil. Um, I mean, do you not fear any of that, or you think that's just a... That somebody made a mistake when we made that. Yeah, could be. Well, I don't remember me putting the cold soil part in there, but uh, uh. I, think, I, I think starting honestly, starting with these large gallon tomatoes, uh, they're a little bit more forgiving. But the key is the white cloth. I think that white cloth really, really makes a big difference. Yeah, especially with the wind and the insects oh, and yeah, things yeah. like that. Yeah, it really does. But we we keep it like no more than thirty days on because I use a thicker material and and after thirty days it just they'll, they'll be usually about halfway up that cage in thirty days. But uh, because we fertilize the heck out of them, but uh, we take them off after thirty days. Well, it'd be interesting to do a research project to see 
if uh, what what the difference in growth is because I you know you you know me you know with the ex- the extension service has made this recommendation and you know, <laughs> well, I I kind of yeah. would like some research that and he's seeing some staring going on. You know. <laughs> well, the the reason uh, why we followed this guidelines, Calvin. Is remember the kids are finished here the first Saturday of June, so we got to get going a little bit early. And uh-huh. the challenge in spring is when they're out the first Saturday of June, we try to bring in at least ninety percent of the tomatoes, and then the rest they take home green, and hopefully they'll ripen at home or make chow chow or uh, green fried tomatoes. So it's a timing thing more for us. Well, maybe we should change the recommendation if you guys are. Saying that that is not necessary. Yeah, well, when we wrote that up, we didn't realize that the tomatoes were staring at us. Yeah, apparently, <laughs> if you don't do this right, those tomatoes just stare at you. Oh, they, uh, we're, we're, oh, those little man. creepy tomatoes just looking at you, watching your every move. Oh, what are you doing now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why don't you come on oh, over man. here and cause some trouble, Gardner? <laughs> then, then, David, you're not you're not allowing y'all are not, not allowing any children to come to the or kids to come to this, uh, this no. tomato presentation <laughs> uh, next month, next Saturday. That's that, that exactly. Well, I'm true. doing the I'm doing the adult part, sir. But they're more than welcome to come with their parents. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I'm not doing the, ch- the youth component. I'm doing the adult component. Oh. Nice, nicely handled, Dan. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You've been listening to the show, have you? <laughs> yeah, I, that was, I think I told some volunteers this week. Uh, you know, they actually got Dr. Parsons to do it. I mean, that was his first and last uh, youth presentation he ever did. Uh, <laughs> the poor little children. They were just staring at him. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of like tomatoes. Oh, man. Well, you, you they say, said I got too deep. Or you, can, you can say something about hardening off, too, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, yeah, that uh, now are you working with the UTSA guy or are the, well, the students out of UTSA? Yeah, is it is this an intercollegiate uh, type of uh, uh, yeah, program I, where A and M and UTSA are working together closely together, uh, hand in hand, right? Hand uh, I in hand. Him, uh, he was there at the last. Uh, at Milberger's, the last talk I did, I briefly had talked to him, and uh, I, I think I was supposed to be on their advisory board, but it sounds like they already started. So, so, so I haven't yeah. met, they haven't, so I don't know where we're at, but we'll help wherever we can. So, cool. Well, I, we told him several times, and we'll tell our listeners uh, if you the the children's garden has been extremely successful. Extremely successful, especially since David took it over and and help him with it. And uh, what they need to what they need to do, and what novice gardeners need to do, is follow that protocol that you use on the on the children's garden, step by step. Yes, sir. Time, time, the time of planting and the varieties used, and uh, yes, sir. And it's, it's a pretty complete write-up, as I remember it. Yes, we we and, have it uh, all on that. Just go to the Bear County Youth Gardens blog, and then they okay, have all the but, spring and fall archives. And just like you said, step by step by step. Okay. Very and cool. And then I'm, I'm 
I'm working with uh, Rodney and Peterson to make sure whatever we have here that we're planting, that they have inventory for the nurseries to also have so the people and community gardens can have them too. There you go. That, that works good for everybody. I think it is. Well, it is. Well, thank you, David. All right. Y'all have a wonderful rest of the day. Yes. Thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. Okay, All right, so uh, Dave, make David one of your activities next weekend. Lots of gardening activities happening. David will be here at the nursery from uh, 10.30 to noon. Bring pens, paper, notebook, questions, and uh, be sure to just stare at David. <laughs> 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. For more information, by the way, go to millburgernursery.com. That's millburgernursery.com. Back in a moment, right here on Millburgers Gardening South Texas, our phone number is 308-8867, and this is 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Oh, man, spring is here, and it's time to get your spring gardening going, and it's time to go to Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. This week at Millburgers, you'll find some terrific savings. You'll find tomatoes on sale, including Phoenix, Celebrity, Red Deuce, and the 2017 Rodeo Tomato HM1823. These are all in the four-and-a-half-inch pots for just $1.99. How about planting some beautiful geraniums? Millburgers has all the beautiful geraniums you could want on sale for just four eighty eight in the six inch pot. Looking for petunias to brighten up your yard? Not a problem. Look for them in the four inch pot at Millburgers for just eighty eight cents each. Millburgers has begonias on sale for just ninety eight cents each in the four inch pot. Are you getting the feeling that Millburgers has everything that you want for your spring garden? Well you're right. At Millburger Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Hey, I'm Brant. So there's this family, Jeremy and Sharon, and a couple kids, and they're all very healthy, and they did something to save money. They switched from health insurance to MediShare, and then they had a third baby, a little girl named Anya, and she was very sick. We've had a lot of hospital visits. A whole week in a children's hospital, CAT scans and blood tests and chemical tests, and I think we saw it a dozen doctors. It was all shared. Yeah, the bills were shared by the other members of MediShare. That's how this works. So get this, they save hundreds a month. They don't have to deal with health insurance companies or government health care plans, and they get to be part of a community that cares. MediShare has always been there for us and helped meet the needs that we have as a family. It's no wonder this is growing so fast. It is worth looking into. Here's how. Call 844-41-BIBLE. Now, it's available everywhere but Montana. 844-41-BIBLE. Hi, Rose. Thanks for coming over for lunch. Come on in. Uh, Thanks, Linda, for having me. Wow, it smells like garlic in here. Are you trying to ward off some vampires? (laughs) Not at all. I recently read an article on the health benefits of garlic, so I'm trying to add more into my daily diet. Why don't you just take Kyolic Aged Garlic? What's Kyolic Aged Garlic? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract is the number one best-selling odorless garlic supplement on the market today. Notice I said odorless. Oh, really? Tell me more. Not only is Kyolic organically grown, but it's aged for 20 months, creating beneficial compounds not found in fresh or powdered garlic. Is there any research? 
Can you believe there's over 750 published scientific studies that prove aged garlic extract reduces many cardiovascular risk factors and supports overall immunity? So where can I get Kyolic? Kyolic aged garlic extract is available at fine health food stores everywhere. Check out their website at Kyolic.com. Hi, I'm Jono. And I'm Pammy. After more than 10 years of serving South Texas as Delightful Blinds, we've grown to serve you better. We've changed our name to Delightful Decors, Blinds, Shutters, Floors, and more. And we invite you to our brand new showroom at 3009 and 35 in shirts. Without the big box environment and no beeping forklifts. But even after opening our new store, we still come to you. Delightful Decors is your cozy local mom and pop one-stop shop for all your installed foundational home decor projects. And we carry the top name brands of blinds, shades, drapery, and shutters. Check out our PowerView motorized treatments that allow you to operate your shades from your phone. And now, through April 14th, you can save $100 or more with our Hunter Douglas Energy Smart Style Savings Event. Get, Get delighted, delighted with, with Delightful, delightful Decors. decors. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Our phone number. Well, it's uh, 308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. So, are you going to let us talk about the, what to do in the lawn now? Sure. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot. Yeah, yeah, drain? yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot. And we did the tease, and then you forgot. Yeah, there are people that are listening on the edge of their seats. <laughs> well, when are they going to talk about that? Yes, sir. So you want to set it up again? No. Okay. <laughs> the uh, what? What's going on in the lawn now, Calvin? It's too early to fertilize, right? Yeah, a little bit too early. Real, you want to wait until you uh, mow real grass twice. But a lot of uh, lawns really look good, just oh, like yeah. with the uh, rescue grass. My or floor the... time is sprouting. Yeah, is it? Oh, that's good. Yeah. My, mine is still loaded with rescue grass, and I've seen some um, annual bluegrass on a lot of a lot of lawns, too. Yeah. And the key, key to those uh, winter grass weeds is to keep them mowed because um, they want to go to seed soon. They're getting a little coarser. They're growing a little faster, so they you want to keep them mowed. And then you've got uh, Jerry's bed straw kind of <laughs> trying to sneak I in. I picked some of my dog this morning. It's easy if you keep if you mow your lawn every couple weeks. It's easy that part in the lawn. It's easy to keep it under control. But it also comes in from the shrub border and uh, the side, and there's a little where you can't get the mower all the time. Yeah. And that's when you you used it. Weed-free zone. Weed-free zone. That's the name of the product, weed-free zone. Be a little careful. It's an easy name that anybody except me can remember. No, you're not the only one. Uh, Weed-free zone. That's what you want. You want that weed-free zone? You want a weed-free zone? But they uh, make sure you read the instructions because you got to be a little careful around perennials and uh oh yeah it's gonna it's gonna gonna kill broadly yeah yeah. so so you can't just spray it into the 
flower bed. No, no, but it won't hurt your grass at no. all. No, it doesn't hurt the grass. And I, and the neat thing about it, it works in cool during these cool snaps that we're having. A lot, a lot, a lot of herbicides don't are not real effective or work extremely slowly. Yeah. The, the other thing is we're getting close to it getting too late uh, on the summer weeds. Uh, if sand burrs, you know, we we get all these. Everybody says, "Well, remind me next year when I need to spray for, put out the stuff for sand burrs." Well, it would have been best if it was put out two weeks ago. But do it do it now because sand burrs germinate over a whole a long area, uh, a long period of time, and so use a maze or XL or Dimension, and and put that down. If you're uh, if you're going to put that on the lawn, that's you probably want to put it down after you've mowed. Right. Because uh, you know I was just thinking of my rescue grass can get really thick. And oh you want, yeah. You want that uh, that amaze those granules to get down to the soil and and create a a barrier a barrier. barrier yeah. So mow and uh, then then put down that uh, maze or dimension. And follow the label instructions, uh, and then you probably have to reapply it. Uh, I don't know about May 15th or June 1st, uh, second application, but it'll be on the instructions too. And what else, Jerry, on the lawn? You you could probably still do some lawn top dressing. Yeah. And we have a uh, Happy Frog. I like that name. Happy Frog soil conditioner on sale. <laughs> What was twenty dollars and now fifteen dollars? Called Happy Frog. It uh, improves aeration, texture, fine uh, with a fine screen conditioner, releasing beneficial microbes. All right, that will dramatically expand root development and nutrient availability. Get out of here! All in the little bag of Happy Frog. Well, and you could do this. You get the same impact uh, from if you want a larger quantities uh, from our yeah, friends right. at Qu- uh, Quality sure. Organic. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, we got Virginia on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hi, Virginia. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Pretty good. Um, good. I'm kind of curious about this bed, bed straw and weed, and uh, I was trying to figure out because I need need stuff all the time for chicken nests and you know for compost and stuff when do you harvest it if you know uh like when it's dry or or do you cut it off and let it dry or what no you harvest it green yeah you gotta Uh you rake it up when it's green well and if you're trying to if you're trying to get a maximum harvest yeah you want to harvest now and then you'll probably get another another shot at it uh, Uh yeah a rake, rake really works well. Really? The harvesting, yeah. Okay, I thought I had a weed eater. No, 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 no. A weed eater. Mm-hmm. No, that chop it up into two smaller pieces. Yeah. If you're using oh, it for okay. a nest, you just want to it, it rakes into a clump. Yeah. Oh, okay. And okay. then you'll you'll have to have several clumps uh, to because when it dries down, it yeah, dries down make, to makes really not nice much. Make, it's yeah. really nice clumps. Yeah. It's easy, with the rake and easy to pick up and move to where you want it. 
Yeah, I have a place to dry it. If I just didn't know if I should wait or get it now and let it regrow or what. Uh, another thing I need to know, I'm still having a security problem and uh, of big critters and people crawling over the fence. And, uh, I, oh, I'm, I'm, anyway, we have raccoons that have the size of a foot like a toddler. And, uh, and then there's people and all that stuff. Anyways, uh, I was, you know, we had some, a family illness, so I couldn't do much with anything. Is it too late to move dewberries? Oops, we. Hello? Hey, Virginia, we, we lost you for a sec. Can you repeat that? Starting with, uh, you have a raccoon that's got a foot as big as a gorilla. Yeah. Oh, Virginia, you still there? Yes, uh-huh. Hello? Oh, okay. We, we lost you. We couldn't hear you for a second, so can you okay. kind of tell us again? I wanted to plant. We have some really ugly dewberries. They look like they're on steroids. And <laughs> I was thinking, is it too late to move some of the roots and put them over there uh, by the fence where I need them, where they couldn't crawl over the fence. What is that? Dewberries. Do, do oh. I'd use, a, I'd use an upright blackberry. Uh-huh. But it's too late to move blackberries, isn't it? No, no, no. no. Well, you can buy blackberries. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, buy you buy you one called Kiowa. K-I-O-W-A. K-I-O-W-A. Like okay. the Indian, like the Indian uh, tribe. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. are they good producers or like we oh, live in Victoria? Yeah, yeah they're they're the top. Uh, but you can also move. And they're thorny too. Yeah, you can also oh, move those. <laughs> you, if your your bed was like mine, you got those all those rooted those dewberries. Oh yeah, yeah, coming up all over. You can move those the ones that are moving out of your bed and just chop them off the root and the top and transplant yeah. them. They most of them will do fine. Yeah, they're virtually useless. They don't make much of a fruit. They're just a little knot. I know. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have a lot better luck with your cow. I think so, too. Well, cow I appreciate your man. help. Thanks, Virginia. Okay, thanks for calling. Thank you. Bye-bye. You take care. Bye-bye. Mark's on the line at 308-8867. 308-8867. Hey, Mark, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you all? Fine, thank you. How can we help you? Um, I, I've got a an oak tree in the front yard, and I put a ten foot ring of Asian jasmine underneath it, and it's growing all up around the the trunk of the tree. Is that going to hurt the tree, or is that okay? No, mine mine's growing on the trunk and then into the canopy of the tree. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, so it's about about every there. four every four or five years, uh, I should notice I should. But I'm lazy. Get out and uh, and and cut it out of the canopy of the tree. In other words, just cut, just cut the uh, stems that going up the tree off about six feet high. Okay. And that'll that'll kill that'll kill the top. Yeah. The only the only issue is that it'll go up there in shade. So you you know so you, I mean there's nothing like Jerry says you don't have to be meticulous in your timing on the, on the stuff so it doesn't it can be kind of pretty a uh, real attractive oh yeah, yeah mine's, mine's yeah. nice yeah, you yeah. don't think about asian jasmine as a climber and even blooms yeah. sometimes oh climbing. yeah that's what i was getting ready to yeah. say the the benefit of that 
is uh, something something about the gravity and the hormones in the in the plant when it grows up a tree the jasmine in the tree will bloom have a beautiful fragrant uh, bloom uh, small bloom but very fragrant in the spring the okay. the ones uh, that stay on the ground will never bloom oh okay so but it but other than other than just Putting shade out, more shade out than normal. It, it's not going right. to hurt the tree. No, not going to oh. hurt the tree. It, it's, not, it's not attached to the tree. It's not. Uh, I've seen uh, some people that have from the tree. Wait, waited years and years and years and ended up with some pretty serious stems. Oh yeah. It gets harder the longer you wait, but uh, yeah. I like that Jerry's timing on that uh, four to five years. That that way you get you know you get the attractiveness without it overcoming the tree. Oh okay. And right, it adds, adds more adds more evergreen to it too. Yeah, it does. So I, I like mine up my tree. The only the only thing I'm bad about is not cutting it out because I've got some up uh, 60, 70 year old, maybe older than that, oak trees, and it's all the way to the top. Ah. It's all the way in into the canopy of the tree. Oh, wow. I used to have my hammock on that, under that, as a matter of fact. Now, now, I can't, now the hammock is up there. <laughs> I, can't, I can't find where to hook the hammock <laughs> between two trees because the, the jasmine has overgrown my hooks. So uh, there's no problem with it. Enjoy. Okay, cool. Thanks. Well, bye, bye. Thank you, Mark. You bye. take care. All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming right up on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Road. Oh, man, spring is here, and it's time to get your spring gardening going, and it's time to go to Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Boulevardy Road. This week at Millburgers, you'll find some terrific savings. You'll find tomatoes on sale, including Phoenix, Celebrity, Red Deuce, and the 2017 Rodeo Tomato HM1823. These are all in the four-and-a-half-inch pots for just $1.99. How about planting some beautiful geraniums? Millburgers has all the beautiful geraniums you could want on sale for just four eighty eight in the six inch pot. Looking for petunias to brighten up your yard? Not a problem. Look for them in the four inch pot at Millburgers for just eighty eight cents each. Millburgers has begonias on sale for just ninety eight cents each in the four inch pot. Are you getting the feeling that Millburgers has everything that you want for your spring garden? Well you're right. At Millburger Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Hello, folks. Ruben Deron here from Jerusalem. So glad to be back in San Antonio and again inviting you to experience Israel with me this coming November. We'd love to meet with you and tell you all about it to take that opportunity to elevate your faith to the next level, experiencing firsthand, seeing how the Bible truly comes alive. This coming Monday evening, we'll get together at 6.30 p.m. at Metamoros Restaurante at I-10 in Dizavala. 6.30 p.m. We'll let you go home by 8 o'clock. Looking forward to see you all the details. Details at 9.30 a.m. TheAnswer.com. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic get it. 
When they started Climate Magic in 1985, it was a partnership they knew would succeed with San Antonio families if they stuck to the basics when it came to servicing air conditioners and heaters. Climate Magic will always super serve you. They know if they take care of you, you'll take care of them with repeat business and good referrals. That's what's kept them in business for over 30 years. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic share the values of our great city. Dave is from San Antonio, and Gary stayed here after serving our country in the military. Both Gary and Dave have degrees in air conditioning and heating. They stay up to date on the latest changes, and they pass on that education to their seasoned pros and on to you, as Climate Magic has always had the heart of a teacher. Here's the deal. Climate Magic knows there's a lot of AC companies in town, but they're in it for the long haul. No gimmicks or games or sales pitches. Gary and Dave at Climate Magic want to serve you and take care of you when there's an emergency. Here's a number to put in your phone and on your fridge. It's 340-8240. That's 210-340-8240 for Climate Magic. ClimateMagic.com. Texas License 1531C. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Human trafficking has been growing in the state. stand that newswoman, that smug little smile. All she does is report on human trafficking. Bad for business. Let's take you serious? Teach you a lesson. Natalie's greatest desire was to expose the evils of human trafficking. I promise you, I'm going to use everything in God's power to expose this. But her faith is tested in a way she never expected. You said that if we walk through the water, we will not be drowned. That if we walk through the fire, we will not be burned. Please, God, save us. Strong Foundation Films presents Run, based on true events. Run brings awareness to the issue of human trafficking, shining God's light in the darkness. You're not going to get away with what you're doing here. There is a God, and he's watching you. Searching desperately, her husband Levi must choose faith instead of fear. My God is bigger than your fear. In the end, they will learn. God sees. God hears. Nothing is hidden. Run premieres at the Palladium one night only, Thursday, March 9th. Visit runfeaturefilm.com to buy tickets. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, where we're going to go right back to the phone lines at 308-8867. That's 308-8867. we got Franklin on the line. Hi, Franklin. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Nope. Are you there? Franklin. Frank, are you there? All right. Well, let's... Uh Frank got tired of uh, waiting. Oh, uh, well, okay. Well, we're not we're not hearing him. So, um, sounds He's like not it's, there. Sounds like it's a button issue, maybe. Uh oh, a button issue. Yeah, it's always one button. All right, blame the poor people back at the station. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah, it happens. All right, three zero eight. 8867-308-8867. Let's do this. Put Franklin on hold, and let's uh, see if we can hear James on the line at 308-8867. 308-8867. James, are you there? Uh, Yes, sir. Okay. We can hear James just fine. That's weird. Yep, we hear you just fine. Yeah, I called uh, with a tomato question, kind of. Okay. Uh, I heard David talking about his uh, his first round of field tomatoes, and uh, 
he's doing everything just about right, but I don't know if he mentioned we're, we're waiting uh, until the soil temperature at least gets 70 degrees. Um, the professor, the, the doctor was asking about early transplants, and 60 degrees is about it. you got to wait until it gets to 60. Oh, they'll sit there and stare at you? Well, and he's right. Uh, we're putting in some pretty, pretty big, bad transplants. He's using gallons. I'm using about a, about a quart-sized transplant. I just put in 28 Friday, getting ready for the rain. Uh, but I think it's uh, 60 degrees and a big transplant is going to get you going in the right direction. On the first yeah. round of the, on the first round of the field tomatoes. They're going to go in the concrete reinforcement cages, and uh, I just cut a an 18 inch by five foot skirt to go around the bottom of those cages, and then if it and then then if you do get a cold front, the whole rig gets covered over with plastic. That's where I differ from him, but but I'm here at the the farm to watch this stuff. But I think he's right on time with uh, with his getting planted out there in the kids' garden because I'm 60 degrees soil temperature a little bit more here in uh, in the black land. So okay, now you, you said you said you cover with the cloth. No, no, then, no, no, no. I, I make a, a collar, a skirt out of okay, greenhouse okay. plastic. Measures 18 oh, by 5 oh, foot. Okay. It you goes around the base. So that way you can raise it up like... Uh, Right now, I raised it up a little bit to get some insulation. Okay. I got you. Have a little air gap underneath. Then when it gets cold, you cover the whole wad up with a uh, with a uh, a curtain of uh, of greenhouse plastic. That's what I do. Okay, I got you. I take some old tea tape, old tea tape that's all beat up, and I go around the whole rig and tie it. And then go down there and put some uh, little spring clamps to keep the wind from blowing the the plastic. So yeah, that's good. That's, do, you that's anchor, good. do you anchor the cages? You better believe it. They all get a, a four <laughs> foot. They all get a four foot uh, big bar uh, stake with two uh, real nice uh, nylon uh, wire ties, and then another stake. Uh, on the on the other side, just a little short stake. But yeah. the, the wind, the wind is the main thing. Um, it, you know, it'll get 85, 90 degrees in those little in those little skirts when it's only oh, yeah. 70 degrees outside. So if you, can rig them, if you can rig them plastic skirts just to pull up about an inch or so from the bottom, you'll get a little ventilation in there. Yeah, that's true. But uh, uh, David and them are using the cloth so they won't have to worry about it getting too hot in there. Yeah, and they're all, not. All, also, they're taking advantage of the slow thaw that yeah, uh, that we've that we're seeing uh, that Neil Spare wrote about uh, in this his, this week's uh, uh, newsletter uh, that when you when you use the cloth over the plastic, like That's I like to say. A lot of times, early after a freeze, early in the morning, if it's a clear day, which the hard freezes come on clear nights, uh, before you can get out there and ventilate that uh, ventilate that plastic, 
it can get uh, pretty hot pretty quick. Yeah, if you're not on the scene or on the farm, uh, the way I do it is not the way you should do it. But um, the way he's doing it with the with the uh, the cloth, oh, you, yeah. you can wrap them and go and go on vacation. You know, pretty much. Absolutely, absolutely. Thanks, James. Thanks for calling, James. Hi, James. You're doing a good job. You take care. All right, let's see if we can't get Franklin on the line now at 308-8867. So are you picking on Franklin? No, we just couldn't hear him. 308-8867. Franklin, how are you doing today? Well, I don't know. There Depends he is. You're going to cut me off or not again. We got you. We got you this time. You, 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 call, you call out for regular callers. I didn't hear my name mentioned. Oh, and, we should have. You're right. You're absolutely right. In, I'm sorry. I call in and you throw me under the bus. <laughs> 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 yeah. You're just staring you at your radio you? now, aren't you? Cut him off oh, again. No, yeah. no, no, I'm staring at the tomatoes. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. You're right. We sh- you're, you are definitely a regular. We, we forgot to mention. Yeah, regular what? On? I don't think only Jerry would say a regular what. Yeah, and we're not going to let him do that. No. Uh, well, look, uh, I-, I want to give you all a heads up. I have some real good news. You remember them oranges I have? I yeah. can't believe it, but my orange tree survived through that hard freeze. Ooh, that's all right. It turned brown and fell off. And now it's covered with fresh growth. I can't even see any dead branches. Wow. Was that was that a seedling orange or was it a navel orange or what was it? Uh, uh, well, it was an orange that my mom brought from California from the family's orange That's growth right. like okay. 50 years okay. ago. That's good. Uh, yeah, and uh, it, uh, I imagine it was a, a, a Valencia or maybe a navel, something like that. I, yeah. can't, I don't know. Something like that. It didn't have that uh, nipple on the bottom like a navel does. Okay, okay. So then it's probably, probably Valencia. Valencia. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's good. Uh, I'm glad. That's good news. It. Yeah, I couldn't believe it survived. Yeah. Uh, so. Now is, uh, it, is it in the? It's 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 in the ground, isn't it? And how big a tree yeah, is it? In, yeah, it's in the ground. Well, Lord, it's about 15 feet tall. Okay, it's an older tree. Yeah. Well, it was in a pot for 20 some years. Yeah, I took it out and put it in the ground about oh, ten years or so ago, and it's been in the ground ever since. It got big. I, th- on I think the trees are hardier. You know, they, as they get older, I think they're hardier. Maybe so. I don't know. Out, out in California, they always used to have the uh, the the windmills and the the, the, the oh smudge yeah pots going absolutely pots. yeah. Uh, I don't know whether that did any good or not. They probably would have been better to miss things. But who knows? Yeah. <laughs> they they sure grew a lot more oranges than I have. But, but this there year I'm going to follow your advice and, and start taking off uh, those blossoms as soon as they come. I, I, I ended up still, I guess, with a half a bushel of oranges on there that I couldn't get off. Yeah. It was wow. Yeah, it was incredible. How'd you like those? Were they okay? Oh yeah, they're so good. Sweeten up for you. Oh yeah, they're sweet as yeah, sugar. Yeah, I, I thought my poor wife was going to turn into an orange. <laughs> so you're having orange orange meringue pies, and and I was thinking about figuring out a way to make orange wine. And no, uh, wait a minute, that'd be cool. I bet oh, yeah, you could yeah, make yeah, wine out of orange juice. I don't know why not. Oh sure. Huh. Well, it's got plenty of acidity, so uh, you know it shouldn't yeah. be a problem. Just uh, Pack it in there, add a little sugar and some yeast, and you got it. Some going. 
Orange wine. Anyway, guys, I just wanted to touch base with you since right, we appreciate asked it. for regulars to call. I thought I'd There call. you go. <laughs> Thank okay, you, Frank. Well, Thank you for calling. You Bye, care. Frank. Bye-bye. You Bye-bye. take care. Bye-bye. Hey, Art, let's see if we can't help John before the end of the show at 308-8867. Hi, John. Thanks for calling. Let's see if we can't get you, uh, your, your question answered. Are you there? Oh, that may be my fault. I told uh, uh, Carlo back at the station to get John's uh, phone number so we could call him back. But uh, let's see uh, if uh, John, are you on the line at 308-8867? John, you there? Okay, well, uh, we're, we're trying to get it, so we'll call him after the show. Maybe he was a regular caller that we hung up. Yeah, I know. Gosh, Milton, now you, it's not just people that walk up here that you offend. Uh, <laughs> I didn't have time to offend Franklin. I just, I just hung right up on him. <laughs> He's too tough to be offended. Yeah, that's true. He is. That's well, neat on there. Well, I hope that doesn't mean that he. I mean, that the fact that you made him mad, he may mean he won't bring you any more food. <laughs> I think we'll, <laughs> but anyway, he's very generous. Why don't you so. be? Yeah, you, you'll be one closing one closing comment on that Asian jasmine going up the tree. During periods of extremely dry weather, I use my Asian dra- jasmine as an indicator of uh, when I need to water my trees because uh, it's a, it they're basically little small trees, and so when they start shriveling and showing signs of drought. Then that must that means that uh, your tree needs some water too, and I do that under my citrus and and things like that. But now, if you let them get too dry, um, they're again, they're, they're, it'll kill the jasmine. Yeah, once they start that decline. Yeah, the leaves will turn brown and and it'll kill them back. So All right, it's a good indicator plant. But it's not. I mean, we don't want to give the impression that it's a real. Uh, sensitive. I mean, it's a it's good oh, no. it's a good xeriscape plant. Oh, yeah. All right. When we talk to you again next week, we'll be over in Floresville at the Home Garden and Environmental Show. Uh, David Rodriguez is here next Saturday from 10:30 to noon. Got the Spring Bloom giveaway. For more information on all these things, go to millburgernursery.com. See you next week on the Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.